0: plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey hey Waffle gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting the like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too? let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from Aggravating Hope 822 from the Am I Wrong subreddit and says, am I wrong for using this To dump someone so i was and am seeing this guy and he's just left i took us away for the weekend and oh boy he was all over me i mean all over me i was asleep and he wanted to come into bed and hold my hand which woke me up i get he's all touchy and feely but i'm not i wanted to get away for this weekend and relax relax from the stress of having a toddler who i dropped off at my mum's while i was away it honestly felt like i had my toddler again he wanted to touch me all the time stroke me just hold my hand and i felt smothered i told him how i felt numerous times i said i feel like he's being too much to relax leave me alone and just chill out i must have said this at least 10 times all i wanted was a beer to watch something crappy and bad on tv and chill out he kept saying he got it and then he would go out to have a smoke and then all in my face about something he saw that was hilarious on facebook he kept saying it's because he liked me too much and he thought this weekend was to get to know me better i explained once again i do like cuddles i like doing relationship things but i don't need someone all over me all the time i'd be watching tv or looking at my phone and i'd catch him staring at me like full on it just added to the pressure and everything he started saying i feel like i should go home I said, okay, if you want to, then fine, but he stayed. He wouldn't listen to me and I was getting more and more wound up. Just leave me alone for fuck's sake. He left for work around five this morning and apologized and said, it's because I really like you. I'll take it on board next time. I said, frankly, I'm disgusted. I told you numerous times to leave me alone and I didn't want to be touched and I felt like I couldn't properly relax. I just wanted to relax and have a beer and wind down from the stress of having a two-year-old you're in my face the whole time it annoys me that i told you to stop and respect my boundaries numerous times and you shrug them off i don't need someone all over me and then the staring and watching me shit is weird he just texts back that he understands and a ton of sad faces so op made an edit which i'll cover in a moment and it was on the back of some comments that were directed towards op that were more negative so we're going to cover a couple of those first before we do the edit so just give some context if you like so Someone says, so you invite a guy you are seeing away for a mini vacation and you're upset he took it as a romantic getaway and kind of rightfully so. This is on UOP. Why didn't you bring someone who was just a platonic friend? Then you have the audacity to get angry. I'm surprised he didn't leave, hanging out with someone so miserable. Another user says, so you're seeing a guy and he had got away from your two-year-old so you could have some time together but didn't want time together. You want a time alone to chill, relax, drink beer, and watch TV with a spectator? If I was with someone who had arranged time alone for us, I would have probably been the same as him. Tactile, attention-seeking, attention-giving, and sexually motivated. I get the impression you misled this person, confused the crap out of them as well, and are blaming them for acting how most partners would have. I would suggest you split from this poor guy before you totally screw his head up. Another user says, I get where he's coming from. It's a place of rejection and fear. But honestly, that touchy and feely after two weeks is wrong. I won't say you're wrong for using this to dump someone. I will say two weeks is a bit quick for a weekend away. He wanted to hook up and didn't know how to initiate. And one more that says, I'm mixed. I get the no means no, but he probably was expecting a romantic staycation without kids. He's the asshole for not listening, but the way you describe it makes it sound truly like he wants to be with you. He isn't doing this on purpose to make you mad. I'm 50-50. He needs to learn to respect you, but he also clearly wants to be with you. I'd say really enforce your boundaries and enforce your consequences and here figure it out. But give him a little pity because he clearly wants to be with you. I don't know. That's just my opinion. So Opie then edited their post and said, What people don't realize here is that we both have said we will watch TV, even came up with some shit box sets to watch. Saying we will stay in, we will cook, watch TV and have some beers and do this couple quiz that I took with me. Law, Kinda like, watch your favorite? to get to know each other better. We had been dating for two weeks. He wouldn't leave me alone. Following me to the toilet and wanting to sit in the bath next to me and continue to talk when I was having a wee. Fuck. I excused myself and said I needed to do a number two. And he still wanted to sit in the bath with me. He wanted to always touch me when we were sat down. Put his feet over me touch my arm or weirdly touch my hair. I do not need or want someone all over me. I get at times we want to be romantic, but not 24 seven. Oh, and I paid for the whole trip too. So then some of the comments were replying to the other comments and saying, comments here are weird. It's possible to hang out with someone without wanting them draped on you the whole time. Chilling out together whilst doing nothing, just being in each other's presence is also a thing. The key point is that he refused to change despite you asking him multiple times. That would piss me right off. The opiates info that the the hilarious Facebook thing he wanted to show her was when she was on the toilet and said, yeah, I know. At first, I was like, I'm using this, sorry. And he opened the door and came in and went, ha ha, look at this hilarious thing. I was like, really? I'm peeing. Show me later, get out. His response was like, I've shown it to my friend and he's like, what? That's crazy. Here, look. Then proceeded to try and shove his phone under my nose like while I was literally holding my wee in lol the hell man but another commenter says i'm thoroughly confused by the responses here it is absolutely normal to want to hang out with someone and not want them crawling on me like a goddamn spider monkey especially after you made it clear repeatedly that it was making you uncomfortable i'm frankly confused and surprised you didn't shut his shit down entirely and kick him the fuck out and tell him his bullshit was unacceptable and one more comment which says yep i agree with everyone else let this guy go I can understand that he perceived this as a potentially romantic weekend with a new love interest and can see his disappointment that your expectations for the weekend weren't aligned. But his inability to read the room and to respect your boundaries is a deal breaker for me. We don't all want to be touched all the time. As someone with two kids under three, for the love of God, stop touching me for 10 minutes. You shouldn't have to express this to a grown ass man this many times. Also the fact that he needed to be with you all the time. Coming to the bathroom with you? The actual fuck is that? Is a major turn off for me. This is not just clingy, but creepy as fuck. But OP does give us their update and says so after sending the texts and the faces he gave me, he decided to send a massive paragraph about how he understood. He said he needs to sort himself out, get his money sorted, etc. He left his fire stick, I think on purpose, at the Airbnb that I paid for and said he wanted to come grab it today. He said he needed it by the weekend and was intending to use it. Um, okay i don't want to see him i don't want to be his friend lol why would i continue talking to someone who overstepped my boundaries and was a creep he said he would come to mine and pick it up lol and alarm bells were ringing no way i wasn't going to tell this nutter where i live i said my twin brother will drop it off at his job later he works as an uber Eats driver some night and he can do it today and you know what he messaged me don't you want to see me i said no not after what happened he tried to argue that it was just dropping a stick off and we didn't need to talk. I answered back with, great. means my brother can drop it off then. A bit of your work around seven. Goodbye, and I blocked him. I definitely dodged a bullet. So what are your thoughts on this story? Let us know down in the comments below as always, and let's move on to another one. And our next story does have updates as well. Before we do get into it, I want to give you a couple of warnings. It does contain homophobia and child abandonment as well. So if you do want to skip the story, please feel free to do so. Timestamps are always down in the description and along the timeline below. Thank you. And it's titled, Am I the arsehole for not letting my nephew use my car for prom? But I said I might let his sister use it. I, 32 male, have a nephew, Josh, 18 male, and a niece, Sarah, 16 female this argument came up when visiting my sister. My car is a very modified classic car, a 72 Challenger with a modern motor swap, six-speed manual, and more mods putting over a 1,000 horsepower. It is not a beginner-driver-friendly car. Josh didn't get his license until three months ago, and I'm pretty sure he fubbed numbers to take the test for the third time. I've seen him drive once and even offered to ride with him before to help pump his hours up and to continue to drive so he can feel more comfortable. Sarah goes to car shows with me and has a modified Miata that she drives everywhere. She got her license two weeks after turning 16 and has had it for eight months now. She drove with me every day after getting her permit and just has that drive to drive. Before anyone says I have my favorite, Josh and I game every night. I built him a custom PC for getting on a roll. He's amazing at tech, loves gaming and if he decided to continue I will be paying for his college and will offer him a job at my business which offers specialized tech services. I've told both of them the dollar amounts I have saved up that will be for them in the future. If they want to use it for school, training, down payment on a house, travel, it'll be theirs as long as they can tell me they have a plan. I bought both of them their first cars after they got their licenses and try to keep everything as close to fair as I can with them. I was over for dinner and Josh said he can't wait for prom. I was asking if he could use my car to drive his date. I told him I was not comfortable with him driving my car and that I would gladly drive him in his date, and even wear a suit and a funny hat to be his driver. He threw a fit and said that I would let Sarah take the car if she asked. I said if she kept driving and showing the control she has, I would consider it. I told him I feel he has not been driving long enough to be able to control this car, and that I would be worried for his and his date's safety. I told him I would trust him with my PC before I'd even let Sarah play The Sims on it, and it's just how they are different people with different interests. My sister said I should have just said no. But I have always told them that I will never lie to them and explain myself why because they are almost adults and deserve to hear the truth. I won't be rude to them however, he has since not played games with me and not responded to my texts. His father says I am the arsehole, my sister said I should have just said no, but now should just let him use the car. Sarah says she would be scared to drive the car, Our parents said I should have just said no. Am I the asshole? To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Mike J leaves a comment below this one and says, Dude's 32, plays video games with his nephew every night, puts money away for the niece and nephew. I think it's time he grows up and finds outside interest and let the parents rent their son a supercar. Seems like a really weird situation. Opie says, I run my own tech company. My wife died to cancer four years ago. I decided to live my life the way I want, and that includes spending time with my family. I do not drink, I do not smoke. My house has been paid off for a few years. My bills are my business, keeping the lights on, and my employees are paid and happy, and insurance. I'm not going to be a slave, and if I can keep them from having to slave away, I will. Someone asks what car Josh has, and Opie says the car that we, he, his parents, and I picked out is a more practical Subaru. Nothing fancy but a reliable car that will get him and his date to prom without issue. There was a situation over Mother's Day weekend. He's lucky I don't take his car back as payment. Yes, my name is on both of their cars. I may post an update after everything is fixed. The OP updates their post and says, My parents returned from snowbirding and we decided that we'd use my house to host Mother's Day. I won't go into detail but after being told this I made a nice dinner for my family and had everyone over. I tried to talk with Josh but he obviously was still upset that I did not change my mind to let him use the car. At one point while hosting outside I hear a thunk and Josh's dad gets a smirk on his face. Sarah goes pale and just mutters, "A, he didn't. The family goes to see what the source of the noise was and finds Josh putting a bat away and a very obvious dent in my fender. A wave of calm comes over me, and I know exactly what to do. Get in, I tell him. Firmly, after a minute of this, he hops in the passenger seat, and I take off. For legal reasons, I won't explain exactly how I drove my car, but the Mexico crew would be proud. After we get back to my house, he is pale, and I need a new set of tires. My sister yells at me that I could have killed him. His father is quietly drinking my beer, and my dad is trying to help Josh walk, with the adrenaline pumping through him. Sarah mutters a, I told you so. I tell my sister that she and her husband have to pay to fix my fender or else I will get the authorities involved. My mother is crying upset and the day was ruined as people packed up and left and more words were said yelled. Currently the car I bought for Josh is sitting in my driveway. I've already fixed my fender and sent a bill to my sister who told me to shove it and that family doesn't treat family this way. I've called my buddy who is the local sheriff and can have charges pressed. I do have video footage of him willfully damaging my property. However, Josh apologized for everything. The drive was the wake-up call he needed and said he would get a job to pay for fixing my car, even though his mother has told him it's my problem to deal with. He said he was being a stupid kid and needed to grow up. I told him on top of fixing the car, he now gets to take Sarah's place of cleaning my work building and garage. His car is now just my car again, and he needs to figure out all the rides he needs to keep everyone happy. He told me to come get the PC I built him, but I told him to hold on to it for now. The bill, a little over $2,000. Luckily, I had the car painted last year and still had some mixed paint without the hardener in it. Worked the dent out, replaced the fender brace, replaced the inner fender, replaced the portion of the stiffening kit and had the fender repainted and feathered into the surrounding body panels. Vintage cars are not cheap to work on. There has also been an incident involving Sarah, 100% not her fault, and so she is staying with me until things can get figured out. That will be posted elsewhere. Condition Big says to OP, wow, that update was wild. I hope your sheriff friend is able to get them to see sense. Has Josh said anything to his parents about you being not right to let him drive? OP says he did. My sister is upset with me for the reasons involving Sarah. It's almost funny that the people who claim you don't do this to family are the first to throw family out when something doesn't fit. And OP adds another update and says two months. Two months before she turned 17, my monster of a sister and brother-in-law kicked their daughter out of their home. Backstory, or else I'll just rant about how evil that family is. I got home from working late one Friday, and having worked 12 hours that day was ready for dinner and to go to bed. As I am cooking, my phone rings to a number I don't recognize, so I put my owner of the business voice in, answer with my usual greeting, only to hear sobs and, Uncle, can you come get me? I can't go home. When I tell you I threw my pan in the sink and took off, I get to the gas station down the street from my sister's house and there is Sarah, looking like she was halfway to death. I hug her, get her to calm down a bit, get her into my truck and we go back to my house. We get home and I ask her for as much info as she wants to tell me. She just wants to go to bed. Sure. Is she okay? Does she need hospital or police? Anything? No. Just sleep. The next day, my sister calls me and verbatim, she says, Hey Double, have you heard yet? I said, uh, no. Is this about Sarah? He says yeah brother-in-law's cousin quarter and sarah's friend at public area that close by that identifies me and they were all over each other i said hard to see her doing that in public but and then she says heavily kissing making out being a little whore i said sis it's natural people kiss is that why and she cuts op off and says we kicked that skank out we didn't raise and then op hangs up the phone let me tell you i was seeing red and ready to roll Anyone who knows me and can guess by my responses knows I have a plan. I like to think ahead. I need to have my next steps ready. First step, I called my sheriff friend, told him what I knew so far. So no, I'm not harboring a runaway. Next step, called the local PD, talked to the captain who told me there was nothing he could do till her parents called them and reported her as a runaway. Or Sarah calls him and reports them that she has been kicked out. In his words, where she is so close to adulthood, it would not be resolved before she is 18. Last, wait for Sarah to wake up. She didn't get up till late and honestly looked like she hadn't slept. I asked if she wanted a hug. She nodded and cried. I've never seen her so upset and thinking about it again breaks my heart. When she started to calm down and feel better, I told her flat out. Sarah, I love and accept you. The mother called me and told me a bit about what's going on. I don't care what she has to say. As long as you're safe and happy, that's all I care about. She cried again and hugged me tighter. Now for her side of the story. She and friend were hanging out at the location, just having a good time. At one point, they were sitting and eating food, laughing and joking, and then they kissed. According to her, it was more than a peck, but not all over each other or anything. After they were done hanging out, Sarah dropped her off and went home. The second she walked through the door, there were her parents just down her throat. Apparently, the cousin of brother-in-law sent a photo to their family group chat with a message, basically saying, hey, brother-in-law, is this how you're raising your kids? A lot of yelling, a lot of tears, and they told her that she needed to give up her phone, pack a bag, and go and live with her friend if she wants that lifestyle. Well, as soon as Sarah left, they sent the photo to friends' parents and called them. They weren't happy and said she wasn't welcome there. She went to the gas station, called me, and here we are. The aftermath. Called my lawyer, got him to give me some info for family lawyers in the area. Sister has sent me a text after text and call after call to get Sarah to do some really unthinkable things if she wants to get home. Sister has all but admitted to kicking Sarah out for not being straight. We worked with a family lawyer to get emergency protective order and worked with CPS to try and give me temporary custody. Sister tried to claim that she ran away from home. I used the text sent to me to prove we were trying to send her to conversion camps and kicked her out if she wants to live that wicked lifestyle. Sister might be getting charges filed. CBD. Abandoning her child. Courts are slow. I sent a tow truck to the house to get my sarah's car he did not want to give up the keys i had a spare and threatened to call the police where it is in my name it's been three months the friend is gone because she got in trouble with her family we got some of sarah's things with the help of my sheriff friend other things were missing so i replaced what i could tons of clothing makeup some other personal belongings were all gone a phone and laptop were claimed to belong to the family and hard to prove they were her personal things Josh is in college staying on campus working he paid the bill for my car was cleaning my garage and work building every other day and worked whatever he could over the summer he said he will be no contact or low contact with his parents once he can figure out how to pay for his own things he got some good grants and scholarships but life I told him there is a place here for him if he needs it once he gives me his plan the money I saved for him is his Sarah is back in school and just trying to get through everything for her 17th birthday, we went to a Comic Con type thing. I paid for a group of her friends to be able to join us. Then we went to a car show the next day. I got her a new laptop and cell phone. Told her they are hers with no BS. She misses her parents but understands that they don't accept her. I'm paying for her to get some counselling sessions in. Just to help her work through it in a healthy way and understand this is not her fault. I told her she can go to as many or as a few sessions as she wants. My parents had not taken sides and it upset my sister to the point of pushing them away in her mind if they are not against me they're against her i reminded my parents that by not saying what my sister did was wrong is supporting her i was told not to put words in their mouth i called them bigots like my sister and asked if that's where she got it from a story for another time it would be just as long as this one since TikTok has ran with the original story more family has found out and put two and two together my sister is extra mad at me because I'm good with computers. Obviously, I was the one to put the story all over TikTok. Slash sarcasm. She's trying to turn the story that I am turning everyone against her, poisoning Sarah with money, whatever beer she can try and turn. The majority of my family sides with Sarah. The majority of brother-in-law family sides with brother-in-law. I've asked Sarah what she wants to do for the upcoming holidays. We'll probably do a friends giving and keep it low-key. I have a protection order against my sister and her husband's at this point. Sarah's is a little more tricky but they are no longer listed for a school contact and the police will be called if they show up there. It's not much, but anything is better than nothing at this point. Not much else to report. Gee whiz, but now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? What would you advise to OP? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much. And hopefully we'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs Eat some breakfast, Brush my teeth my face on, start my day Wake up I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Yum, yum, yum. Let's go. See the sun shining from the windows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I know that today will be a good day. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello?